if you're a woman who's not just looking to lose weight or gain energy or sleep better, but you want to revolutionize your body, you want to revolutionize your life and step into empowerment and embodiment and perimenopause that you want, then this episode is for you. I'm going to cover the five P's, the five steps to change it all in perimenopause. So let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey there, sister. Welcome back to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Bria Gad. And I love showing up here with you guys a couple times a week. I love talking about what we're struggling with in perimenopause because the more conversations I have with women, the more I realize how underknowledged, undereducated we are in this area. I mean, if I I had been 12 years in the health and wellness industry when perimenopause hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm talking weight gain, even though I was working out six days a week. I'm talking crazy cravings, night sweats like mad, mood swings, frustration, anxiety, like really intense, heavy periods. And if I was in the wellness industry for 12 years, and I'm a girl's girl too, and I didn't know I didn't even know the term perimenopause when this sucker hit me. This is why I'm so passionate about sharing this information with you and why I'm so glad that you're here. So if you can do me a solid and if you're loving the podcast, if you're getting information out and you're listening, wherever you're listening, can you just pause me for a quick second, go and write a quick review because this information needs to get out more. And today I am excited to talk to you about what I like to call the five P's of perimenopause. And ultimately, they're the five steps to change it all in perimenopause. So I want to try to bite-size this for you. This is a shorty episode, but I think all five of these P's are really important. You're here because you're either just heading into perimenopause, you want to get ahead of the game, you want to make sure that you're not going to descend into hormonal chaos like I talk about all the time, or maybe you are in the hormonal chaos, or maybe you're just starting to feel it. Maybe you're you have weight that you don't feel like you deserve. Maybe you're working out all the time like I was and not getting results. Maybe you are trying all the things, everything you used to do. Maybe you're eating less and working out more and still somehow gaining weight, or you can't even get a workout in because you're exhausted because you don't sleep through the night. You know, your relationship is suffering. Your work is suffering. Whatever it is, there's a problem in perimenopause that has brought you here. 
and you're not alone. I think that's really important to understand. But culture teaches us that one, it doesn't teach us much about perimenopause, but it teaches us that menopause is a time that we're just aging, we're going to be cranky, we're going to be hot, and we're just going to have to get used to it. And that's just not the truth. How I see it is that perimenopause is like our second spring. It's an incredibly powerful opportunity for us as women to step out of this subconscious drive to reproduce so that we just do whatever it takes to have the family, to show up, to do all the things, to make everything easier for everyone else around us. And all of a sudden we think, huh, this kind of bugs me. Huh, I want something more. Huh, this isn't working for me anymore, whatever that is. And you know that there are things that are holding you back. And we fixate a lot on these things, right? Like maybe it is you don't feel great in your clothes. Maybe it is you're not sleeping well through the night. Whatever it is, you're trying these things and they're not working. And they're not working because when hormones shift in perimenopause, the path to healing is different. You cannot work yourself out to weight loss when you have a hormone imbalance. It's just going to cause greater fat storage and it's just going to cause, you know, greater hormone imbalance. And you know this to be true because you've tried the things and you're still here listening. So we know that what was working isn't working. And we know that there has to be a better way. And I'm here to remind you that there absolutely is. You can feel better in your 40s than you ever did in your 20s, because not only can you get there in your body, but now you have confidence. Now you have some money, probably. Now your kids are a bit older and you're not waking up in the night with them for some of us. And you're a little more established. And it's a powerful time for us to step into the woman that we want to be. And we do not want our hormones to be holding us back because they're there to help us move forward. So I want to share with you today the five P's of perimenopause, the five steps that will change it all for you, no matter what you're struggling with. These are the five things that whenever I'm feeling frustrated or stuck, and I'm starting to notice my body, you know, feel that way, whenever my body feels out of sorts. Whenever any of my clients come to me and they're like, something's not working, these are the five Ps on, on sort of a, a bigger level, but I'm going to drill down into them a little bit for you, try to give you some perspective, some real to-dos today that pack a big punch and work every time. So let's dive in. All right, five Ps. Five Ps to change it all in perimenopause. Number one, you have to look at and change your position. I don't mean your position in the room. <laughs> I remember being in a place in my life where I had positioned myself as the one who did everything for everybody, as the one who just took on everything, who never delegated, who never asked for help, who, who always just took on and took on and took on, and it was breaking me. Sometimes we find ourselves in the position where we don't have people a social connection. We don't have a spiritual connection. We don't have any type of routine. And we need to take a look at the position we have put ourselves in, in our family, in our work, in our career, in our, like, in our life, in our relationship, and decide, is this really the position that I want to be in? Is this really the position that is going to take me where I want to go in life to feel happy and fulfilled? You don't have to leave the relationship. You don't have to leave the job. You don't have to 
leave the kids. <laughs> you need to change your position. For me, I had to change my position in life to say, I'm going to need to ask for help sometimes. I have to stop being that martyr that just does it all and puts on a smile and pretends, right? I'm going to have to stop being the person at work who's like, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. You can give it to me and never says no. We need to change our position in our life for how we have placed ourselves, for how we receive and how we give and, and take a good hard look at the position we want to be in. The second P is permission. We need to change our permission for ourselves. If you're in a place in your life where you feel guilty when you take care of some of your own needs, going to bed early or getting out with some friends finally, or investing in your health, in your life, or what taking any time for yourself, saying no to something so you can say yes to yourself, to your needs, not your wants. That might be selfish, but to your needs, right? These needs, we have basic core needs for health, sleep, movement, nutrition, stress management, pleasure. If you're if you're not giving yourself that permission, it's time to change your permission status, right? Just the same way we change our permissions on our Facebook posts. <laughs> I needed, I know for me, I needed to change that switch in my mind and I needed to do that mindset work. I needed some support around changing what I was worth, what mattered to me and what it meant to model good behavior instead of martyr it, right? If you're always showing your children that you can never take time for yourself, that all you, and then all you are is cranky at the same time. You got to change your position, your permission. <laughs> I switched it up. Your permission. The third P is prioritization. And this is one that I swear so much of, of North America, we struggle with this one. Somewhere in life, we have gone backwards on how to prioritize what matters to life, right? We put everything above the most important thing at, of all. And that is our relationship and our love with ourself. You cannot love your kids as well as they deserve to be loved. You cannot love your partner or be as intimate with them as the way, as much as, as the way they deserve. You cannot be as successful at your career if you do not have your health, if you don't feel really great. So if you're finding yourself in a place in your life, and this was something I was struggling with where I wasn't prioritizing one of my key health pillars. There's four health pillars of life. These are the four basic foundations of health. You want to think of your health like a table, right? A dining table with four legs. One is sleep. Can't live without sleep. One is movement. Got to move the body. One is nutrition. Can't live without proper fuel. And one is stress management and pleasure. And I tie those together because you really can't have pleasure without stress management. But pleasure and sleep are the only two things that actually actively reduce cortisol in our body. And cortisol is our problem in perimenopause, right? We have too much stress, too much cortisol, too much workload on the body. So it can't do what it's trying to do. It can't balance the hormones. It can't shift into fat burning when you're putting that effort in. And you're out there and we're working out and we're adding more cortisol and we're not getting anywhere. So we need to change our prioritization. You have this, this table of health. 
And if one of these four pillars, legs of the table is rickety, imagine going to a dining restaurant and you sit down at the table and one of the legs is a little rickety. And every time somebody puts their elbow on the table, it lumps the table down and it like bangs the the silverware a little bit. And it's a little annoying. You can get over it, right? But some of us can ignore it. We can ignore these things and kind of get over this piece. But if two of these, if these legs on the table are rickety, you're, you're a little frustrated. You're going to either change tables or you're going to fold, fold up some cardboard from somewhere and shove it under the little table leg, right? To try to stabilize the table because you can't really enjoy a meal when two of them are rickety. And if three of these pillars are rickety, right? If you're not sleeping well, you're not eating well, you're not moving well, then your, your meal's on the floor. So our health is only as good as the strength and stability and the posture of our four health pillars. And we have gotten lost in this world with with our lack of prioritization around these four pieces. We look for convenience. We stay up late. We distract ourselves because we're frustrated with other things in our life. And instead of dealing with those things, we distract ourselves by staying up too late, scrolling on social media, staying up too late, binging on Netflix. You know, and then we get hungry, so we snack, and we're like, hey, I need a treat. I deserve a treat. It's been a really hard day, and I get that because I've been there. But we need to prioritize these four health pillars. They're the foundations of all health, and we live in a society and a culture that's that's pushing us to put these at the bottom of the list. These should be your number one priority because without them, you don't have your health, and without your health, You don't have any of the other things that you're prioritizing. That's an important piece to get. Maybe I should say that again. Without these pieces, you don't have your health. And without your health, you do not have any of the other things you're prioritizing above your health. If you have your health, you can do it all. Or you can do most of it anyway, right? You can feel more passionate. You can love more deeply. You can have better sex. You can travel more. You can be better at your job. You can sit and be more present and patient with your kids. You can do all of the things if you have your health. If you don't, you don't have any of it. So we need to change our prioritization around how we lay out our days, our weeks, our months, our year. Prioritizing going to bed and getting seven to nine hours of sleep shouldn't be that difficult. Prioritizing three meals a day that don't include a whole lot of junk shouldn't be that difficult. Prioritizing just walking your body and stretching your body. Look, I'm a huge fan of fitness. I love working my muscles out. But if you don't have time to go for a walk and stretch your body, you have no business going and crushing it out in the gym because your body's not in functional shape right? You can't get fitness results or you will get injured if you're not stretching and elongating those muscles. Our muscles are only as, can only be as strong as they are flexible. And as we get older, gravity's pulling us down and we sit in the same position or we stand in the same position and we do the same things day in, day out. And if you're not moving, we start to seize up and we hunch and things get tight. And this is when injury starts to happen. The body starts to break down. So we need to make sure we're walking every single day. We need to make sure that we're stretching every single day. And that fourth pillar is stress management. And it doesn't have to be hours of meditation. I have yet to fall in love with it. I believe in it, but I have yet to fall in love with it. But I'm sure I'll get there one day. I mean, I think layers, right? Day by day, habit stacking. But simple activities of stress management, like just 30 minutes of leisure. 
just chilling out, just allowing yourself to be calm. Or one of my favorites is before I eat, I just take four rounds of deep breaths just to calm that central nervous system, just to get me out of fight or flight because we are living in it at all times here. And that's part of the issue. I talk to women all day and I was one of these women who was operating at such a fast hustle speed. And I still like to, but I didn't even realize the chronic discomfort that I was in. I didn't even realize, you know, the socks I was dropping behind me out of the laundry because I was moving so fast. We need to bring that back into balance. So just taking a little time every single day, one minute, two minutes to breathe before we eat goes a massively long way. And research shows us in helping our body assimilate and digest nutrients. Otherwise, it just stores it as fat because it's like, I'm too busy over here. I can't do any of this. You got to prioritize these pieces. This is a big one. And I think I always have to remind myself because I think one of the most common struggles I hear from my clients is I don't want to give up the drinking. I don't want to give up the sugar. I don't want to give up... You don't have to give up things for life, but sometimes we need a healing period, right? Sometimes we need a little break period just to make sure things are healing. If we're eating things that we know piss the body off and they do, there's no denying it. There's no research that says it doesn't. It does. It pisses the body off. Sugar pisses it off. Gluten pisses it off. <laughs> Dairy often pisses it off. You know, definitely caffeine is not the body's friend very much. And alcohol, it pisses our body off. This is why when people drink, they can get angry. Have you ever noticed you drink too many days in a row and you get a little angry? It's because it pisses off your liver. Your liver gets frustrated. It's already overworked. So we need to make sure that we're taking the time to prioritize these pieces. And when it comes to that nutrition piece, where a lot of women struggle with, I've had to say to myself, Bria, if food and drink are the only joy in your life, you got to get a better life. It's time to change. And that's on you. And I don't say that to be harsh. I just say that to be true. There is so much awesomeness in this world. And if the only joy we have is from the food we're eating and the drink we're drinking, then it's time to look around and open up our circle of joy a little bit more. It's time to do that work. Because life is about more than the food we eat and the, and the drink we drink. We need that. We need that to survive. And yes, food can be delicious and it can be social and it can be connecting. But if you cannot go the week or four weeks without, without drinking or without eating sugar, then you know you have a problem and it's time to really look at that problem. And you can do that work. So prioritize your health. Prioritize your four health pillars Number four is perspective in the five P's of perimenopause, perspective. And this is an important one. I had a client who, and I think this falls into nutrition as well, but she's like, but I, 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 <laughs> two things. She was like, I, if I don't, if I stop running, I'm just going to gain more weight. But I was like, you know, you just told me that your joints all hurt, that everything hurts in your body. I'm like, why do you think it hurts? <laughs> She's like, oh, it probably hurts from running so much. She's like, but I need the running. I need the running to like calm my mind. We got to change our perspective. Using our body at all times to calm our mind 
is not a sustainable practice, right? It's not a sustainable practice for us to thrive in life because our body does break down at some point in time. If you get injured, how are you going to calm your mind? You're going to lose it. So you need to have a different perspective on how to serve yourself and what she needs. But more than that, any kind of change can feel really hard. Any kind of change can feel overwhelming. And I get that. We have this fear of failure. We have a fear of feeling different. We have this, you know, we have all these voices in our head that tell us maybe we're not good enough, you know, and it just becomes kind of inconvenient sometimes to change because now you got to make a different dinner and and other kids are going to complain about the different dinner, whatever it is, but it can feel like you're climbing Mount Everest. That's how impactful that change can feel like. That's how hard that is. But I'll tell you what, you can look at climbing that your Mount Everest for the change that you want. And you can say the entire time, step after step after step, I can't do it. It's so hard. This is awful. It's so cold. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? It's so hard. That's one perspective. And I'm sure you can guess how that feels when you're saying these words at all times, or you can climb that mountain and you can say to yourself step-by-step, wow, this is challenging, but gosh, Look how much I'm growing. Look how much stronger I'm getting. Look at the view. Look at the things I'm getting to see. Look at the people I'm getting to meet. Look at at everything that's happening around me. Look at who I am becoming because of this challenge. Same mountain, two different perspectives. It's so important that you check your perspective on how things are in life. Because changing the way you eat feels hard isn't hard. There are a lot harder things that you have been through in your life. Making sure you get to bed at 10 o'clock sounds hard, not that hard, right? There's a lot harder things. If you've given birth, you've done something way harder. (laughs) And even if you haven't given birth, I guarantee you, it is rare that I get on a call with a woman who's in these perimenopause years and they tell me how they're feeling. And I'm like, what else has happened the last couple of years? And not a single one is like, oh, it's been just glorious and wonderful and thriving. No, it's been hard. There have been challenges, right? Kids are challenging. Work is challenging. Life is challenging. Partnership is challenging. You know, natural disasters is challenging. The world is going through a challenge. We carry that with us. So you can do hard things. You got to just change your perspective on the things that you're making harder than they need to be. All right, here comes your fifth, your fifth P that is key to changing it all in perimenopause. It's called partnership. By partnership, I mean surrounding yourself with people that are living the life like you want to live life or who are at least trying to live life like you want to live life, right? We don't want to do this alone. We're not meant to do this alone. So whether you grab some friends, whether you connect into a new community, whether you just keep showing up to this podcast, whether you you invest in a program that's going to have other people around you, partnership matters, especially when you're in perimenopause and you're in a hetero marriage, nobody around you gets what you're going through, right? If you're a woman and you're in a hetero marriage and you're going through perimenopause, your husband doesn't get it. Your kids don't get it. Your mom can't even remember perimenopause. This seems to be a common theme. They're like, I don't know. I actually think it was not as intense for women at that time because things have changed, right? Our endocrine disruptors and the toxins and the things that we eat and have changed. Our workload as women have changed. So there's a reason perimenopause is harder. 
but your mother doesn't remember. She doesn't remember how it was, most of them. So no one around you gets it. And it's up to you to find connections, to find partnership, to find people that navigate this time in your life like you. Just like in high school, you know, there's people in high school that you're not really friends with anymore, but gosh, you have that connection to because you went through that time together. You might not have anything in common with other women other than the fact that they are going through perimenopause and they want to heal themselves and they want to feel flipping amazing. And that's enough, right? That's the camaraderie that we need. Camaraderie builds confidence and it keeps us accountable, keeps us going. So partnership is a key part of change when it comes to changing everything for you. All right, I'm going to outline those one more time for you. Let's recap. You got to change your position. You got to change your permission status to yourself. You got to change your prioritization. What are you really prioritizing? And what does that mean down the road, right? Sometimes we need to make sure we're following the bouncing ball down the road. If you only ever prioritize work, if you only ever prioritize your kids, what does that look like down the road? The kids are going to need you that way forever. Someone, someone's still going to need you tying their shoes in college if all you're doing is tying their shoes. You got what I'm saying. You got to change your perspective and you got to you got to improve your partnerships with people. These five Ps, sister, when you implement them, when you just start to make little changes, when you see this whole big picture in these five Ps, your body, your life, your energy, it can all, we will revolutionize how you feel and the mindset piece that's so critical for you to thrive in perimenopause and beyond. When you focus on these five Ps and not on the calories and not on how many calories you burned in your workout or how many calories you're eating or just how crappy you feel all the time, when you take these five Ps and make them an action plan, gosh, it makes you unstoppable. And isn't that what we want? We want so much more for this second spring in our life. We want to be more in our lives and not just less on a scale. All right. I will catch you in the next episode, but listen, please go rate and review the show and send me a DM. If you're loving the podcast, send me a message on Instagram, like reach out, tell me something else you want to hear about and do not forget these five Ps. All right. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.